Good day. Welcome to the Travel Companion podcast. Uh, special guest today, Veronica Laraburu via Skype. Veronica is in Buenos Aires, Argentina, and is director with Anne and Palm. At the podcast, we uh, talk about responsible travel, sustainable travel, volunteering, wellness travel, funny, inspiring, extraordinary travel tales. We touch on organizations and people that are trying to do the right thing or are doing the right thing. And with Veronica, we will talk about volunteer tourism, which is an area that she specializes in. So there's a lot to talk about. It was fantastic to have her on the podcast. If you would like to support the podcast, please go to our website, which is podcasts.earth. Also, you can reach us at atravelcompanion.com, which will lead you there. So without further ado, here's the podcast with Veronica Laraburu. Let's uh, start the interview. I'm here with uh, Veronica, and I hope I pronounced the last name okay. Uh, Lara uh, Buru, is that is that correct? Or oh, you can roll your R's very well. Yeah, I'm Dutch. <laughs> yes, what, what that's you... perfect. <laughs> and Veronica is from Anne and Palm in uh, Buenos Aires, uh, Argentina, uh, doing tailor-made journeys uh, to South America, and I believe that the countries that you cover are Argentina, uh, Chile, and Brazil. Is that um, is that about right? Yes, that is about right. Um, we do specialize mostly in Argentina yeah. um, because, well, we we do on-site inspections here. We have all of our suppliers that are very well checked. Mm-hmm. Um, and our main office is based here in Buenos Aires in the city center. Now, um, there's a... Quite a lot of news actually about uh, Argentina. Uh, the the, uh, the newspapers here in the UK, the Telegraph, as well as Lonely Planet, they say and they rank uh, Argentina as one of the hot destinations for 2020. Um, one of the 20 destinations that you must visit. It's, they say it's one of the um, only holiday destinations where the pound is actually worth uh, a lot of money at this point. And uh, they say that you can have a meal uh, for like a steak dinner for roughly 20 pounds for two people with a bottle of wine. And I've been to, obviously I've been there myself to Buenos Aires and it was, uh, was indeed very, very nice, uh, I must say. Um, so they also say that um, Argentina and North Argentina is brimming with wildlife, uh, with uh, conservation and sustainable projects. And obviously South America as a whole is one of the planet's prime eco-tourism destinations. And what has increased uh, quite a lot lately is volunteer travel. And I believe that's something that you specialize in. Yes, this is correct. Um, There has been a lot of growth with tourists coming over to Argentina, Mm -hmm. basically because of the, well, it is favorable right now because of our inflation, uh, but also because of the various landscapes that we have, the Andes Mountains, Mm -hmm. glaciers, uh, the lakes. Um, Well, the, the city of Buenos Aires is very nice and and cosmopolitan as well. Um, Concerning volunteerism and Mm ecotourism, we do specialize in these sort of programs at Anand Pal. Mm -hmm. We do strive to combine a little bit of uh, high-end experiences. Um, One of our programs, now that you've um, um, mentioned the North, um, is is kind of about, re- there has been 
um, a rewilding exp experiences that we do promote a lot, mm -hmm. which means, well, you've said something about Iguazu and... Yeah. Beautiful and national parks. Yeah, okay. yeah, I've been to Iguazu. It's absolutely fantastic. I must say, it was overwhelming. There are pretty much lots of national park national parks in in the north of Argentina. Yeah. Um, one of them, well, is you you've been to Iguazu. Iguazu is is lovely. Um, we do have a lot of conservations for different types of birds and and fauna and flora. Um, what we do try is to connect the traveler with these sort of um, experiences by making them interact in short programs that will help them uh, have a, a nice experience when they come here and yeah. consider the environment. What, why do you do that? Why do you think that's important? Um, well, basically because we believe it's it's it kind of helps to to create long-term sustainable programs mm -hmm. um, within the country that we do feel that the the country needs it and because of all of the different landscapes that we that we have mm -hmm. um it is very much possible to do mm -hmm. and also because by creating these uh long-term sustainable programs mm -hmm. um people both the traveler who acts as a volunteer and the communities that are receiving the the help, yeah. um, I think they they both have this intercultural exchange, mm -hmm. um, and then they can gain a better insight and understanding both of the community and also generate some income for some communities and protected areas that wouldn't have it otherwise if it weren't for tourism. Yeah. No, I, f I fully believe in it. I actually did uh, I did volunteering myself um, when I was in Kenya, in uh, the Masai Mara. Um, I did two and a half uh, weeks there. I was building up a clinic. And I think there's no better way um, to really get involved in a community, to get a little bit of the cultural aspects of a country and, and, and really have the feeling that, that, that you're doing something that's worthwhile and that, um, that will stay with you forever. And I'm sure that that's what you're giving uh, travelers that come your way. It's also about educating people because um, I believe that sometimes when you're a regular tourist, you don't really get to appreciate that much of what you're... I mean, you do get to go to the main tourism sites, um, but then you don't connect at, at a much deeper level. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think this kind of promotes that there will be uh, consideration for the environment and also a benefit for the community that you are visiting. And that's so important. And they say the uh, United Nations World uh, Tourism Organization uh, mentioned that um, in the end of the decade, so 2030, uh, there will be, I think, 1.6 billion travelers. 10% of that will be... Um, actually people that want to combine that with doing something that's good, helping the community. So it'll be 160 million by 2030 people who, who involve themselves in uh, volunteer tourism. There are obviously a, a few challenges uh, as well because you have to look at who benefits from the tour. You already mentioned that's the community, so that, that's perfect and they will get something out of it. Um, that they normally would, would not get. Um, and uh, they also say that it's generally associated with post-high school gap years and millennials that are trying to find themselves. 
Um, what, what have you seen? Is that young people? Is that um, people between 30, 40? Um, our travelers are not that, that young. Um, our clients range from 35 to 50 years old okay. um, because we do work with mainly a lot of companies from abroad. Um, we only had one school, but then most of them are companies from abroad doing incentive travel, which means that they, they kind of want their, their own group of people to interact by having a volunteer experience. Um, so then in this way, yes, our, our travelers are a bit much older. Mm-hmm. Um, there are also some FITs, which means um, independent travelers and families that do come because the programs are so short, but it's mostly about having this connection that's for like about one to two weeks. One to two weeks, is it? Okay, so it, it, it's, I saw on your website you have, um, for maybe it's more now, but I saw three programs there and they range from roughly 10, 10 days to two weeks. Um, uh, and there's one, Save the Oceans, where you actually uh, walk along the coast and pick up as much uh, residue as possible. Uh, basically, when we do that, it's more about uh, conserving the ecosystem. Um, we do have a, a a group of students that's coming over to Patagonia. Mm-hmm. There's this huge problem with, with ships, uh, with fishing uh, boats, with that they kind of throw um, these boxes that are just trash uh, to the to the ocean in the sea of Puerto Madryn. What they do is mainly go and pick up all of these residues, residues apart from the from the you know the regular cleaning Um, and they do this with biologists from the area and with specialized guides who will give them a welcome talk on ecotourism of conservation of the site can the second one you do i saw which is um i believe 12 days it's fixing primary schools and improving uh, children's uh, lifestyle. It's in, in Buenos Aires, in Tigre. Where is Tigre? Is that like a neighborhood or? Yes, it is a neighborhood. It's um, it's a, a bit uh, around 40 minutes away from Buenos Aires city. Okay. And you're helping uh, alongside all of all the volunteers and professionals to uh, do quite a few things there for the for the school, primary school, right? Not, not, so, not orphanage or anything like that, correct? No, no, no. It's a primary school. There are no orphans. Basically, what we do is we create vegetable gardens for the school. um, And we do help maybe to fix a few things um, concerning the infrastructure of the school as well. But that are minor things that might get broken or need to be painted. Um, Basically, what, what... what the program is about is we have uh, a person who is coordinating. Um, we give them the materials, the plants, the seeds are provided, um, and other tools for creating a vegetable garden with the kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it becomes a quite a nice learning experience while you get to interact with the kids and they get to learn on how to build the or- the orchard, uh, take care of the plants. Brilliant. Yeah, I'm asking about the orphanages because there was an article in, in the UK newspaper lately 
um, from the author of Harry Potter. Um, it's J.K. Rowling. And, and Rowling. Yeah, she said that um, orphanages, um, basically volunteering at orphanages is not a good thing uh, because of uh, family separation and because of child trafficking. Totally different. It's primary schools. It's not children that are being taken away from their families because they're still in their families. They're just at school. Correct? Correct. They're just at school. Um, and concerning, well, the the orphanage tourism, as they may call it, mm-hmm. yes, um, I, I do believe it, it can be helped maybe in, in another way. Mm-hmm. Um, we do intend at Anand Palm to support small families, yeah. um, and that is why we we try to to always donate to to a few charities as well, and to take the travelers to communities that may be a bit far away, so then that we can support small family businesses, artisans, um, musicians. Um, so then we try to have all children within their families and, and this way, as the family profits, then they don't have to give the child into an orphanage. It sounds brilliant. And that's exactly how it should be done, I think. Um, and the third one is you help uh, communities in Salta. Um, uh, where is Salta? I, I, I have no idea. <laughs> okay, so Salta is in the north of Argentina. Yep. It's um, one of the lingering, I mean, it's a province that's way up up at the north. Okay. It's very well known for the, for the colors of the mountains. Um, we have a, a range of mountains that called, that's called the Seven Colored Mountain. Like um, people are... Um, there's lots of artisans. The, um, you you will find typical Argentine folklore up in in the north of Salta, and you can always join a small party. They're they're very welcoming and kind. It's a right. um, it, it's a very good experience to go and and get to know a bit of Salta and Jujuy. Right, right. Jujuy is the other province which is up at the north. That is, is that right 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 next to it. It is, it is right next to it. Actually, I just made a mistake because the salt flats are not in Salta. They're up in Jujuy. Okay. Uh, but everything is quite close by. You mm-hmm. can just, um, I mean, the best way to travel is by car. So mm-hmm. you can always uh, rent a vehicle and go to all of these small towns uh, between one province and the other. Yeah. Um, and it's and it's a wonderful experience, really. And obviously, you say you can take a car, but Argentina, I'm not sure if people know that, but it's massive, right? It, it, it is, uh, there's a fastness it there. <laughs> it's uh, underpopulated. So, and they say that's actually Argentina's main weapon against our uh, environmental damage. So how, how large are those groups? So we do have small groups. Those are the worst, the ones that we mostly work with, between 10 to 15 people. Right. Um, we also have incentives, which are pretty big, and we are talking about 50 to 80 people then, but those are companies. Good, and it's important that people do it in the right way, and I think that's what you're doing. I think it's very yes, it's very rewarding from I'm I'm heart wise, mm-hmm. um, uh, and and it's it is a, a very good experience and and it, 
Yes, when it's done in a professional way. What they say here as well, um, one of the articles is um, from Eureka uh, Alert, um, and they say that volunteer tourism can aid disaster recovery, so it should not be confused with disaster uh, tourism. Uh, because that's like going to Chernobyl and taking a selfie. And they say that, for example, in areas like Nepal, uh, in the wake of the uh, earthquake, that can make a big difference. Um, you mentioned yourself, there's a lot of um, fishing boats, obviously, that uh, that throw their um, plastic boxes into the sea, but that's not really a disaster. We right? No, we do. When it comes to, yeah, we don't have that much environmental disasters, but okay. we do have floods. Would that be in Buenos Aires itself or would that be in the neighborhoods or in other areas of Argentina? That's in other areas in Argentina. It's, it's usually uh, up north when okay. it comes to Entre Rios or um, other provinces that are a bit a bit far from Buenos Aires and they're not that touristy. Yeah. But they they do get a lot of floods and, and we do have a lot of people volunteering there. But it's more people that actually go and help out um, the communities there when that something like that happens. Exactly, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I spoke a couple of months ago um, with um, a gentleman called Pablo, Pablo Veniar, um, who is from the mayor uh, of, of Buenos Aires Institutional Relations Office. He uh, mentioned uh, to me that uh, they have big plans uh, with regards to uh, sustainability and uh, renewable sources. They say uh, 20% of energy will be used um, by large uh, parts of the of the public sector of Buenos Aires by 2025. And what they say as well uh, is that Buenos Aires uh, will become the latest city to take part in the uh, uh, WTO, the World Tourism Organization's initiative. Uh, to support sustainable tourism, is there? Do you do you notice these things? Do you notice uh, that that the uh, community and the government is uh, moving towards uh, sustainability? Um, we, I mean, it, it's not something that you can you can just notice, but but yes. Um, we do work with with the local governments yeah. um, in the creation and management of programs for protected areas and natural reserves. Mm-hmm. Um, so in, in within that way, we, we do see it a lot, yes. And quite a few uh, um, publications, uh, Indian Express, uh, for example, but also uh, volunteerism.org, they say that the youngsters uh, want to do more volunteering while they're traveling. They say 70% um, of, of young people uh, really looking into doing something that's good. So you seem to be in the right industry there, hey? <laughs> um, I mean, we probably are. I, I wasn't really that sure about the uh, the percentage. Um, Even if it's half of, uh, of that percentage, half of, of 70%, it's still 35%. That's one in three young people want to do volunteering when they travel. That's quite ama- That's quite amazing, isn't it? It is amazing, but it is amazing mostly because, well, you get to see that people really want to get immersed um, with the culture and and understanding of the local communities. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's also nice to see that we've, we're, I mean, Greta Thunberg mm-hmm. is one of the leaders right now 
uh, who is educating, I think, all of us and yep. and young people as well um, regarding the importance of conservation. Uh, yeah, def- definitely. Very, very inspirational. Um, great, I, I would say. I'm not sure if I agree with everything she says, but um, at least you will not forget her in 20 years' time if, if, if you think, well, who did actually something that made a change? Uh, I think it will be her. And hence, she was also... Uh, selected as person of the year uh, by Time magazine, so over over President Trump, I believe. So that's fantastic as well. I would say <laughs> exactly <laughs> that, that is amazing. Um, where can people find you um, if they want to have more information? Do they go to your website? What is the address exactly? Um, our web is www.anpalm.com. Uh-huh. We are mostly at trade shows as well, WTN, ITV Berlin. Uh Um, So we do participate in international trade shows a lot. Uh So those are our main contacts. We we have an office here in Argentina, another one in London. You have an office in London? Okay, right. So those are our main uh, channels for contacting us. Brilliant. I'll put it in the show notes as well. It's npalm.com. That's double N, uh, P-A-L-M dot uh, com. Is, yeah. yeah. Is, that, is, that name, is that name coming from somewhere? Because your name is Veronica Laraburu. It is. It is coming from somewhere. When I was young, my mother had a tour operator here in Buenos Aires. Okay. Um, so I started working with her at the office and once I got my law degree I realized I didn't really like law that much uh-huh. so and that I really enjoyed working at the office and designing programs and receiving people so um, the name comes um, in in regards of, of her because uh-huh. her name was Analia Palmeiro uh-huh. It's a short version, basically. Anne Palm is short for Anna Lea. Lea Palmeiro, yes. And also because she loved to travel so much. I guess I I got my my love for travel from her in a way. It was a pleasure to have you on the the show. Thank you so much. Thank you very much, Peter. So that was the podcast with Veronica Laraburu of Anne and Palm. That's annepalm.com. So double N that is. And great to have her on the show. I'll put the links in the show notes. Um, you can find the latest news on podcast.earth and travelcompanion.com. Thank you for listening and tune in next time to A Travel Companion for the latest news on responsible and sustainable travel.